If there's one thing we don't do around here, it's mixed colors. I have no idea why. Tyler. How's it going? It's going. I hear you opening a can. Are you having a soda? <laughs> well, I guess I will start by telling you what I'm drinking, but why does it matter what I'm drinking? Well, it matters what you're drinking because we care. Mm. Just kidding. That's obviously a freaking lie. It's because we're doing this, which what we're drinking. Exactly. And translated that to English, we have the Super Whiskey Bros podcast. So what are you drinking? What I am drinking is I have um, uh, a Maker's Mark, but that's not strong enough this morning, so I also have a can of rain. Are you drinking them in tandem? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, one after the other. (laughs) Well, left, right, left, right, left, right. Um... So I also I went the coffee route, the energy route. I guess I should have said what you were doing, um, which is why this particular episode is going to be hopefully not interrupted by the sounds of me taking a dump, as you might say. Um, why is beeping behind? Get away from this stupid toy! Sorry, well, dog's got a hold of this. Mm. I thought you had a really annoying bird somewhere. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it was very strange. Um, I went with the coffee route because I'm also very tired, but more importantly because my family is going to the Renaissance Festival today. And as Sean is very well aware, and hopefully you guys are too, when you go to the Renaissance Festival, you're going to have a drink or two. Because there's mead there. And it's great. Uh, <clears throat> it's nice mead. It's nice mead. It's very nice mead. <clears throat> so... I'm not drinking this morning because I'm going to having a drink in about, I don't know, four hours? What time is it now? Seven? Four hours. Probably. Sounds Anyways, right. neither here nor there. I drank coffee. I might have to poop. Let's mm-hmm. move. Let's move. Let, 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 us, let us go. Um, so, yeah, so we have, um, uh, uh, oh, yes, Lord of the, the topic today. Uh, it'll be several weeks past by the time you see this episode. Or by how you, yeah, by how you see slash here slash whatever this episode, whatever it is you're going to do to it. Um, uh, I think we should, that's a conversation for a later time. Yeah. But as of the, the time of recording this video, uh, Amazon's Lord of the Rings series dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so we watched, uh, Tyler watched the first two episodes because he has more time than I do in the day. Uh, I only watched the one because I didn't get started on it uh, until 8 o'clock. And I wasn't gonna, and then I kept pausing it to write notes, and then by the time I was done with the first one, it was past 10. Um, uh, <clears throat> uh, that, that's, which is, we'll, we'll allow it. That's half true. Um, uh. 
it wasn't uh, just to That's right, we write weren't notes. allowed. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't just to write notes that I paused the show. Uh, my wife was watching it with me, and then she went to put our kid to bed, and I paused for that entire debacle as well. Uh, and that actually took was a longer pause than any of my note-taking pauses. Which is fair. Um, mm. So... <sighs> you and I have had multiple conversations about this mm -hmm. over the past, <clears throat> I mean, goodness, at least the past 18 months. Because mm -hmm. um, obviously this has been coming out slowly for a while. Because they bought the rights to this, I want to say, every bit two years ago. Mm -hmm. I've had mixed emotions the entire time, but it is worth mentioning. <clears throat> mm -hmm. My initial knee-jerk reaction, like in the first couple seconds of hearing about it, mm -hmm. was good. I was very excited. Mm -hmm. um, more Lord of the Rings content is always exciting as a concept. Which, of course, was um, mine as well. Yeah, it's the, the fan knee-jerk reaction, no matter what, because you're excited. Like We also see that we have Disney buying the rights to do um, some Aragon stuff coming up soon. The initial knee-jerk reaction is, oh boy. And then, of course, the secondary reaction is, but the movies. Uh, yeah. So it's no, the same thing when you're... My, my initial knee-jerk reaction was, eh, until I saw that that Paolini was... I had zero excitement at all until I saw Paolini was involved. And then yes, I heavily involved. Yeah. Uh, and actually seeing that, uh, it, it, was, it was the same thing. As soon as I saw that Amazon was doing Lord of the Rings, and as soon as I saw that Disney was doing Aragon, I I I had immediate uh, doubts. Yeah, and <laughs> this and these doubts got. Mm -hmm. I think the excitement and anticipation for this actually got lower and lower for me the more we found out about it. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me. <laughs> because first of all, you said Amazon. Now we're mm -hmm. like, okay, I've, they're not exactly known for doing anything fantastic with any. You know, with anyone's stuff. I mean, they've never taken anyone's stuff and made something good. Um, and then they, the they made, uh, and, and then after uh, after we were kind of starting to be a little iffy, they came out with the Wheel of Time, uh, and we watched some of their version of that. And our doubts about Lord of the Rings were immediately exacerbated. Yeah, and you can hear our, our thoughts on that in one of our other episodes that was aptly titled to let you know which one it is. Um, but that was the. The buildup is they released a very short teaser with no, um, no real imagery, just some voices. Excuse me, and that was fine. And then they released, they released like that. Mm -hmm. um, they released some <coughs> costumes. Mm -hmm. Those looked awful. Mm -hmm. um, they were obviously in early stages, but I mean, if you're gonna, uh, don't show anything that early on. That was terrible. Mm -hmm. I was, I was pretty. <laughs> I was actually a little bit worried. Um, the teasers after that were, were fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, but they weren't necessarily more exciting. They just, they just kind of were. Um, so basically, we've had all these steps leading up until now. Oh, and we had, of course, um, I think you and I talked about this in passing at least once or twice, mm -hmm. about how our directors for this series are known for uh, feminizing and they the made this, a better word. And they made the statement they were going to. Yeah. Be woke and feminine and the uh, the diverse, that's the word. Yeah. And mm. the the fun thing is 
everyone, whenever we I say this to other people, they immediately raise an eyebrow at me because they're like, oh, so you don't like diversity. Well, here's the thing. No one in the entertainment world has ever said something like, we're going to make this more woke and diverse and has ever made anything okay. It's always been something that's stupid because it's mm-hmm. the entire thing is when you hear that, you assume, and, and generally rightfully so, <clears throat> that their goal is not going to be to use source material to use what we already know and love about whatever thing they're messing with. That's not what their goal now is. Their goal now is to specifically push an agenda. Mm-hmm. And it never makes it better. If you're being empathetic and objective, it's not better. Mm-hmm. So we hear that, we get worried. So we had a lot of things that were really stacked against us for this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, but that said, though, this is something that I, I didn't say this from the beginning, and I didn't even allow for this possibility until yesterday, but then uh, it was before I started watching the show, but then I, I made the I made the statement, um, uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, it's allowed to be good, uh, it, it can be pretty, uh, as, as I won't be surprised if I watch it and I think it's pretty, if I think the action scenes are nice, um, if I think, you know, the, uh, it's well written for the most part, uh, I, it seems to be a, a, a good show. This is coming at it from, from a lay perspective, I'll have to, you know, get a writer's perspective of it, an actual fantasy writer's perspective of it, I'm surprised I didn't get that yesterday, but it'll, it'll be in today or Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, Shad does a Night's Watch episode about it. Um, uh, and I know that's coming, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, and then the only thing I said is that I won't be surprised if it's, like, isolated within itself, if it's a good show, even in spite of all the, the wokeness that they're trying to put into it. Because they did, they put more money into this than, uh, the oh man, yeah, the, the, they put more money into anything this than, than just about anything, and it I think was, it did get, it did hit the billion dollar mark. Yeah, it was it was really close if it didn't, but um, uh, and so they they were trying to make something good, like they also wanted wokeness and. Um, uh, and, and all that, but they were also trying to make it good. And let me say, if you're gonna make a woke movie, TV show, whatever, do what this show did. Don't, like, let, let it be woke, let it be diverse, you know, include all these things that you want to include on, include in it, and once you've included those things, make your focus a good, um, uh, uh, a a good um uh, a good focus. Yeah, yeah, make your focus being a good show, and once you've done that, you'll have a you know you'll you'll have a good show. <laughs> ah, good show. Yeah, but uh, um, and that uh, sounds like such a stupid thing to say out loud. But I mean, we that is kind of the thing. I mean, the, there are if you look at um. The Last of Us Part Two. If you look at, oh no, the game. It's a much better example of that that I abhor, just to its core. The uh, choose your own adventure game with the lesbians. The 
It's not really what it is, but that's how I always refer to it as. Oh, yeah, um, the freaking... Um, yeah, it's it's the same game as the werewolf game, but it's not. Yeah, it's the same thing. It yeah. is garbage. I don't even care to talk about it. Let's not talk about it. It's garbage. If you're if you're, you're struggling very hard to make a stupid gun kind of game, then I, I don't... You, you're or, or a story or, or just anything. If you if you're if your focus is to make it woke, you're gonna make something that's garbage because mm-hmm. it just always happens. Make something good and make it woke to go with that if you want to. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Just well, see, make it not stuck, please. Well, see, the answer is wokeness is garbage. However, you can make something good in spite of in spite of that garbage. Is the answer in spite? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. in spite of. <clears throat> yeah. And honestly, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right now. Both of us had the same opinion, and so I'm going to get this out of the way. Uh, well, you, you implied that you may not even have that your thing. I love made, that you broke up. What? Right as you were saying, we're going to get this out of the way, and then the signal broke up on mine. Sorry, oh, one more yeah. time. We're going to go ahead and get this out of the way and say it. Your opinion may be even more positive than mine on this. Uh, I don't see how it could be, but uh, the way you're talking about it, um, uh, it sure seemed like your your opinion was more positive than mine on this. But I'm going to go ahead and, and you know, I'm sure you guys are wondering this. As far as we are concerned, or at least as far as I'm concerned, there we go. As far as I am concerned, the TV show isolated within itself, and if we're just pretending it just so happens to have places, characters, and stuff from Tolkien's Middle-earth, and we're just, and, and we're pretending that that's all it is. It's not actually part of Tolkien's stuff, and it just happens to have characters from there. If that's what we have going on, then it's a really good show so far. It's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's really good. And actually, I, I, I was... Yeah. Shocked. As bad I as like, like as much all shows have sucked for the past several years, all shows, <laughs> it's 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 actually quite a breath of fresh air. I have a thing of like negatives that I have about it. Uh, here's the thing: everything besides what I wrote down, I liked. You know, every almost everything I wrote down was negative, but everything besides that I liked. Um, and also everything that I wrote down. There are literally, hold on, wait, let, let, let me, let, let me count this. One, uh, seven. Okay, so, there are three negative things that I wrote that, that weren't lore-related. Mm-hmm. So... Everything else negative that I wrote is specifically relating to um, uh, things they screwed up about Lord of the Rings. But as far as just show things, there are only three bad things I had to say about it. And two of those bad things are jokes. <laughs> so, <clears throat> do, do you want to go over what... Well, I'll tell you what, you can go over yours and then I'll go over what I'm thinking. But it's a blurb I want to put in before either of us talk about it. It's worth mentioning that the reason why I was holding out a tiny, it was partially the biggest thing that scared me, and it's also what was giving me a little glimmer of hope that I might still like it. Not that it would make it better, but that I might still like it. They came into this, and we, we didn't know this until 
mm-hmm. man, um, several, not, not too many months ago, um, is when you and I were talking about it. I don't know when everyone found out, but essentially they were like, oh, and by the way, we don't have the rights to the Silmarillion. And I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, essentially, they weren't talking to me, but mm-hmm. essentially what it was, <laughs> they could not use mm-hmm. stories from Silmarillion. There mm-hmm. were certain characters that they were allowed to play with, but they could not necessarily tell the stories from the Cimmerillion. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's what I wanted. That's what I thought this show was going to be. It was going to be dramatized Cimmerillion. And I was excited. But then we found out that we couldn't do, there was some, they couldn't use anything from it, but it's that they couldn't use it exactly. And they had to really play with what they were and weren't allowed to use. And they were in direct contact with like the Tolkien society with what they were and weren't allowed to do and what might be okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like this. It's scaring me. But at least I know I'm going to be coming from this from the perspective of whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. they have to make it up. Yeah. So I'm going to give them some leeway. In my own mind, I was going to give them some leeway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, let's, let's, let's get, this, get this out of the way right now. Um, uh, uh, this movie is one of the only movies I've ever seen. Wow. No, um, this, um, uh, only seen this movie. This show is one of the only shows I've ever seen, um, where the whole girl power, this girl is as good as or better than all these other dudes, where it actually makes sense. Like, the, the, yeah. the girl is Galadriel, and even if you don't know who Galadriel is, like, you, you have, you should have kind of this understanding that, um, uh, uh, you know, elves doesn't matter too much if you're a man or a woman. I mean, it kind of does in that uh, an elf lord will be will almost certainly be um uh, more like if you have uh, have of the same age, like they're they're both the same age because you kind of get more powerful the older you get. So if you have an elf lord and an elf lady and they're the same age of the same kind of elves then the elf lord may be as much more powerful, as much stronger than this elf lady as what a human male would be to a human female. But both of the, but either of those are so much more, are so much stronger than any, any lower race that it doesn't even make it close to come to, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, like, um, uh, uh, you, you, you know, it's like who's who's stronger? You know, uh, Celeborn, Glorfindel, Galadriel, or Elrond, and the answer is they're all elf lords. Who gives a crap? Yeah, <laughs> they'll all get your butt. And what, you, <laughs> and what? Yeah, and what you were alluding to there is that shows really, really struggle with making believable bamps when it comes to female characters. Mm-hmm. And this show um, did it. It's just always been a thing. Yeah, and it did. Mm-hmm. made it very believable. Because yeah. I, I mean, I don't care. I mm-hmm. could not care less what your, who your protagonist is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to me. But if I watch a show and I go, absolutely not. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. um, okay, um, uh, well, who was I thinking of? Was it Black Widow? Scarlett mm-hmm. Johansson's character from the Marvel Universe? Yeah. I always believe i like, yeah, I believe that. I Every single did. time I see her kick someone's butt, I, I always do. I always mm-hmm. liked it. I'm like, yeah, I believe she could have kicked that guy's butt in that particular way. That's fine by me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'll go with that. But then, like, other shows that are just it's, just, it's just stupid. There's so many times it's not been pulled off very well. And, yes, you're right. Absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's fun. Oh, I, I found a fourth thing that I am, uh, 
uh, I, I, I realized I combined it with something else, but I did find a fourth thing that wasn't lore related that it was on there. Mm-hmm. But so th- th- this, this is the very first thing I wrote down though. Um, uh, so the very first thing I wrote down, it was lore related. Um, I guess it was maybe kind of necessary for the show. Um, uh, but I didn't, you know, I don't know why, um, uh, you know, here's, here's basically what I said. The intro scene could not have happened is what, is, is what I wrote down. The intro scene of like her with the boats and yeah. everything. Uh huh. Because here's here's what I said. I said if those boys, um, uh, were Noldor, they would not have played a prank like that. True. Um, uh, if those boys were not Noldor. Which would then make sense because show how easily she overpowered that that other boy, uh, who was the the same you know the, the same age as her. It would make sense then that that, that the other boys were not the, the boys were not Noldor, but also they were in Valinor, um, uh, which was a place of you know for the most part a place of peace and stuff anyway. But you know let's let's you know throw throw that throw that aside for a second. Let's say it was uh, some of the other elves that were there. In Valinor, it wasn't men, so the boys couldn't have been men. Um, uh, they had to have been they had to have been elves. <clears throat> Any other elf, it's it's a, a a Sylvan or a Sindar or whatever it could have been. It couldn't have been a Sindar. A Sindar were only in Middle Earth, but whatever. Any other elf. Uh, so th- those boys could not have been Noldor for those two reasons. Any other elf would have been terrified to do that to a Noldor, even a even mm-hmm. even a young elf. There's absolutely no way that intro scene could have happened. <laughs> and 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 there's two two things. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I, you're, I I made myself a promise. Mm-hmm. I knew you and I were going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I knew you and I were going to bring those types of things up. Mm-hmm. But I was not going to hold anything. If I had to dive that deep into the weeds mm-hmm. to complain, uh-huh. then I wouldn't let it affect me. Mm-hmm. But yes, there's a few things that are along those lines where it's like that couldn't have been the case because I want to be like you know what I need, I feel like we need to give the writers a little bit of freedom to make to make a show. So mm-hmm. and I don't I don't I try to be empathetic here. I don't expect them to be the hyper nerds that we are. It, you know, like when the, the the Peter Jackson movies were different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that was a different thing. You had a hyper nerd mm-hmm. wanting to do justice to the books mm-hmm. in film form. And at least two of the people who were your actors mm-hmm. were even friends more with Tolkien. Yeah. <laughs> Say what? I said we're friends with Tolkien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have like one guy who literally had his like, yeah, you have my blessing to play a character in the show, like from Professor Tolkien. So I'm like, yeah, you have hyper nerds sitting next to hyper nerds who mm-hmm. are hyper nerding about it. Yes, this is not going to be the same as the movie. That was a once in a lifetime experience. That like that will probably ever happen again in any fandom. If we're being mm. honest, yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. And that's you know, and so the, also e- even in the lore, these are some of the nitpicky things that I have. Um, uh, is here's here's one of the nitpicky things that I wrote down. Why is Elrond speaking Quenya by the time this? Of course, this you know they had that big time lapse, you know, at, at the beginning. And he got to a certain point and said, why is Elrond speaking Quenya? By the time this is taking place, Yusuf Quenya was outlawed. He should be speaking Cinderin. 
<laughs> I'm not at all surprised that was a point you came up with. <laughs> <clears throat> You're also not wrong. <laughs> but that is way too much. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah, mo most of my stuff is, is nitpicky, like, so most of my stuff is really nitpicky based on the lore. Some of my stuff is, if you know the lore, why on earth is this happening? <clears throat> mm. And uh, honestly, I only found, like, <clears throat> I only, f and I'll, I'll talk about this later, but I only found one thing that was an absolute, legitimate obvious and I can only view as intentional slap in the face to Tolkien and what he wanted and I only found one such thing and I was expecting to have I was expecting to find one in every scene and to only find one in the whole episode and you know maybe more maybe less in the next episodes that I haven't watched yet uh, but I do intend to um uh, <clears throat> for for the, for that to be the case I am it, it, it is a pleasant surprise for me. <clears throat> I'll, I'll say yeah. that. So, what was the thing you were you were saying? You found one thing that you you considered to be a slap in the face. What are you referring to? Because I'm not sure I caught anything quite that bad. It was at the end of the show, uh, at the end of the episode. Uh, the, oh, the, with the guy. Yeah. So here's 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 what I wrote down. Uh, as th this is the the slap in the face to. Uh, Tolkien and what he wanted and 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 how uh, how he had designed everything and how it was and th this this is what I I wrote down <clears throat> especially with um uh, uh with what Valinor represents and everything like that um uh, I wrote this down and said Rejecting Valinor is literally what started the kinslaying, and then they have Galadriel just do it willy-nilly, and she's still allowed to go to Valinor X thousand years later? Absolutely not. Impossible. Could not have happened. And also with Tolkien writing, you know, to Tolkien, he said he wasn't trying to write, he said he's not trying to write an allegory, but given that every fairy story, how he said it, but every fairy story... Uh, since it is every fairy story is based on man's longing for the beyond and longing for God, even if he doesn't know it, then if you already believe in God, it must find its way into your writing any fairy story. So it's very obvious that Valinor is representative of heaven, even if he didn't write mm -hmm. it as an allegory of such. And to go on and reject that completely and blatantly and obviously, and then still be the good guy and still be the person who gets the chance to go back later and do all that that is absolutely impossible and that is the own and that is the only real absolute like I said just you know kicking the nuts to Tolkien and it was and it, it was extremely egregious but it was the only one hmm okay um <clears> hmm <throat> And also, I yes. wrote this about it, too, is that also this was far before the fall of Numenor, so Valinor was still a physical place one could sail to, so what's up with all the weird lights and portals? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we, yeah we, we're we in the time frame. Yeah, so I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't disagree with any of that. Uh -huh. But I will say, I don't think, 
I really don't think that you have a single writer on that show that was willing to dig that fall that deep into the weeds like you just did. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that's a layup. Because mm-hmm. um, I'll be I'll be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm 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 a bigger Tolkien nerd than probably ninety percent of the population at least. Mm-hmm. I'm probably a tick below you for the most part, mm-hmm. just because the less you know Aspergers um, or whatever it's called. Uh, who cares? Um, that's my least favorite kind of burger, really. It's, it's the worst burger there is. Um, I don't know that I would have thought of that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I, I mean, I probably would have if I, cause my, my plan, um, was to actually, cause I haven't read the Cimmerillion in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, my plan was to actually revisit, um, <clears throat> go through the Cimmerillion as the show's kind of coming out and think, well, let's see if maybe there is some parallels they're trying to make. Let's see if they are drawing from some source material. Maybe I, I've forgotten. Cause again, they're not supposed to use the direct stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my plan. And maybe I would have caught on to what you just said in the mm-hmm. middle of that somewhere, but I'm not so sure because I, I, I don't really think about, unless we're doing it purposefully, if I'm reading, if I'm reading a, a fantasy novel, I don't usually go for mm-hmm. trying to find, um, the deeper meanings. Usually it doesn't matter to me. I usually am reading those to let my mind unwind as opposed to trying to make it think more. Mm-hmm. So I probably, I don't know that I ever would have hit on that. I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have caught it. Yeah, and also, it. I think they intentionally made it obvious that that's what was going on in the show, because given that, um, uh, like I said, this was before the fall of Numenor, so Valinor still existed as a physical place one could sail to, anyone could sail right. to, freely to and from, um, uh, it was a, uh, uh, and yet they still went with the the portals. They still like with the bright lights, the traditional heavenly imagery. Um, uh, that was that was their intention was to keep that, you know, the imagery that Tolkien had of of Valinor. Valinor is heaven. Valinor is you know this is what that is. And they made the conscious choice to include that imagery when Galadriel rege- as Galadriel was rejecting it. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay okay so <laughs> hmm, no i don't think so and here's the reason why i don't i don't mm-hmm. quite agree with you that it was intentional mm-hmm. um i agree with you that all that <clears throat> stuff happened and that mm-hmm. the error is technically egregious okay well let, 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 let me rephrase it it was absolutely intentional to keep the heavenly imagery yes and it was absolutely intentional to have her reject it while that heavenly imagery was going on Yes, that's, but that's I what think, I was saying. I'll, yeah. I'll agree with that, but I think that their motives for doing that were were only to show <clears throat> how much of a drive Galadriel still has to finish what her brother started, and beyond that, to stop the evil in the world that she believes is there. Because I do believe, obviously, that is the thing you're trying to to, to bring her up as the most intense character so far. Which, well done, you have. Um, you have her as being the ultimate good, which means she's willing to sacrifice everything to the expense of extinguishing evil, which is also fine. Um, I don't know that you had to go to quite that extent, because obviously that never would have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's just, you're, you're in it, we will, I'll nerd out, I'll, I'll allow myself to dive back in the nerd weeds here for a second. That would not have happened. You would have had a group of guys who are like, all right, the six, eight of you particular elves um, who have been patrolling for quite some time, you're the ones who get to go to heaven. Well, no. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that that absolutely is not a thing. Yeah. It's, and I mean, no, I mean, no crap. This, this, that, that wouldn't have happened. And so it's kind of stupid. Yeah. I will, I'll side with you there. It is kind of mm-hmm. stupid. But I, I do think that they use that as a story device for no other reason than to show how resilient and how resolved Galadriel is. Because mm-hmm. um, she's, <laughs> you know, thousands of years old. Well, a thousand years old. Um, since we don't know really exactly when this is happening. You know. We don't know exactly when this is happening. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm okay with it. But she, I'm okay with it as a storytelling device. Yeah, but having been born early first age, she should be at least a few thousand years old in the in the beginning, middle of the second age, wherever and we you are made in the second age. Yeah, and you made a point um, mm-hmm. that I wanted to quickly talk about, um, about this being a place that Valinor, Valinor is a place that still could be sailed to. Mm-hmm. Now, for the people who are not aware at home, mm-hmm. what was, real quickly, the event that made it to where you could no longer sail to Valinor mm-hmm. was? The fall of Numenor. The fall of Numenor. Mm-hmm. And so you have, that was the doom of Sauron. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, are we at that point, or are we past that point? No, because that, was, that, was, that was after the rings. Um, uh, and we haven't even made the rings yet. Well, that, that's what this show is about, is about the rings of power. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, but here's, uh-huh. let, me get to, let me get to my point. Yeah. Have they butchered the timeline? Because that was a thought that I had. Mm-hmm. Because you're talking about the, the, current, the current fight is against <clears throat> Sauron. Yeah. But, and, there's, mm-hmm. but, but there's something important to note here. They don't currently know where he is. Mm-hmm. And when they find him, they're going to find him and say, he is evil, Correct. Yes, but but the thing is though, uh, I guarantee you, I promise that they're having. Actually, I know this from seeing pictures and stuff. They're having Sauron come back as Anatar, which is what he did uh, when you know, like he, he did. He he, uh, he vanished when they um uh, uh when they when 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 they destroyed um was it Gundabad? They destroyed Gundabad, and well, they, they destroyed Gundabad. I don't know which part of the story you're going for. Yeah, well, they, that when they when they took Morgoth captive. Yes, um, uh, they destroyed Gundabad. Okay, and they, but as they were doing that, they were really focused on capturing Morgoth, uh, and actually, Manway came and helped with that. Um, uh, and mm-hmm. I, w- I, w- I wish we could have had that in here. <laughs> I wish what, that would have been pretty incredible. Yeah, um, but, to be honest, that'd uh-huh. be great. But we, um, uh, he came, and a couple of the other Valar came and helped with that, and they they took him captive. And they were so focused on getting him that Sauron slipped away, and then he was just gone for a a long time. And that's what I think it is because they said they defeated Morgoth and Sauron disappeared, and that's but, that, but so that, that, that has to be the event they're talking about. Then Sauron came back as Anatar, and he is coming back now as Anatar. And so they're following the timeline very well as far as that goes. And so, you know... But I think they're not, but I think they're not. And here's, here's my reasoning for saying that. <clears throat> so they have very few battle scenes, very few war scenes, but there's a couple, and they're, they're glossed over. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not in extreme detail. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, <laughs> so on a, on a note battles, completely... They, uh, no, completely unrelated to the show. Um, uh, I don't know how I've pulled this off so far, but um, uh, 
in our Lord of the Rings home game that we're playing it with um, uh, Shad's cogent system. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, I believe you are literally the only person, even with all the hints that I've dropped in that thing, that knows that Anatar is Sauron. Oh yeah, I don't. I didn't expect anyone else to catch on. To be honest, I mean, like the only one who would even come close might be Hannah, but I don't think well, she would have figured it out. See, I didn't think anyone else would know just by giving that name. Who would immediately know who it was? But I didn't think. Um, uh, I, I I expected with all the hints I was dropping, somebody would have figured it out. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm really not surprised. Um, but that being said, mm-hmm. I think the battles they're showing are earlier first stage battles than what we are going to have to give them credit Second. for them being if you want no, no 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 i think that if they're talking about the timeline they're talking about with morgoth mm-hmm. i'm thinking these are i think they are showing clips from <clears throat> or, they, or for the timeline that they think they're trying to present mm-hmm. i think they are first stage battles now they are meant to be second age they mm-hmm. should be second age well they're I- trying to say that they're second age but the problem is if you if you are showing Unless they have really glossed over, they glossed over even, the entire, almost the entire first stage. They started near the, the beginning with Galadriel, then they said, "Oh, and by the way, the trees were destroyed, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and then we captured Morgoth, and that's like, pff, that's the entire first stage." But that's <laughs> the problem. So we're running into my real problem. The only mm-hmm. problem I have with the show, mm-hmm. I don't think they're giving. If they want people to follow along with what's actually happening, mm-hmm. and maybe they don't, maybe that they have, maybe they have no desire to do that. And if that's the way it comes out, well, then whatever. I'm going to give it to them. No one noticed this, but uh, but hyper nerds, anyways. It, they are glossing over it so aggressively mm-hmm. because I mean, like they were saying, oh, we're, the the battles happened and then this happened. We're talking about I don't know, at least like ten thousand years. Probably not quite that long, but yeah, quite some a long time. Very, very yeah. close to ten thousand yeah. years from from the first mm-hmm. scene of okay with Cladril in the boat. Mm-hmm. We still have the trees. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the age of the trees. Yep. We went from the age of the trees to the reintroduction to of the, Sauron to the second age of the sun in <clears throat> ninety seconds. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I th- I do think that was that was deliberate though because there's no way you could just give that they wanted to show that beginning of Valinor they wanted to show the destruction of the trees, um, uh, they um uh, and of course the destruction of the trees was the, the, it was even so glossed over that they just let the tree wither and die and Morgoth's shadow pop up instead of actually having him physically walk up and stab them with a spear. Um, uh, Not to mention we didn't even get like a little shadow or a spider web or anything for. I'm going, but it's no big deal. Yeah. It's fine. I'm not and, salty about that at all. Yeah, Gothmog wasn't there. We didn't have a single Balrog at all. Um, that would have been, I would have loved that. I'm not going to put any points against it, but I would have loved it. Yeah. I, <coughs> I, I, I would have loved to have had literal Gothmog leading his literal army of Balrogs. <coughs> it would have been cool. <laughs> uh, but neither here nor there. I, I will mm-hmm. back off of that because I don't know what is and is intentional for them at this point. I just yeah. found it very odd. And th- this is always the first time I've... I've mm-hmm had a chance to say anything out loud about to anyone who know what the heck I'm talking about because I've only had two of the people that I know that have watched it so far. Yeah, so I th- th- this this is me. I think they, for the sake of time, they glossed over the entire first age of the sun. Uh, for some reason, the trees were still there, uh, but they they wanted the, they wanted the trees to be destroyed, and you know I'll I'll allow that. I I always allow some creative license, right? Um, uh, I I and so I, I allowed the trees. Okay. 
uh, but they, they start with the first age of the sun, glossed over that whole thing just so they could get to the point where they are, which is early second age of the sun. Uh, and also, I will no longer say of the sun, because those are the Lord of the Rings ages that we, that we all know. And so first, second, third age, and kind of fourth age, but nobody really cares about the fourth age. Um, yeah. uh, uh, and so we have those, and, and that, that's where... Uh, that, that, that's, that's where I'm going and where I'm stopping with, with, with that. But so, you know, and then they just made it to early, mid-second age. And uh, from that point, where they started and where it looks like they're going, once they hit that point, it seem, does seem like the, the timeline is correct. And we said all that to say, so it makes sense that Numenor would not have been destroyed yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was all to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because technically speaking, what we're what we are getting at there is something mm-hmm. that I believe mm-hmm. they will have to go over. Um, mm-hmm. They are just going to have to when they have Sauron's reintroduction. Oh no, Numenor has been destroyed. They are they already alluded to that, didn't they? When mm-hmm. when the black elf was in the was in the tavern, and he said, "One day our true king will return." I absolutely think that means when Sauron declared himself king of men. So... And that's, and that's what led Numenor to go and fight and capture Saruman, and then he was there, and then he eventually got in the good graces of the king of Numenor, and then he uh, convinced them to go to war with Valinor, and that's what led to the fall of Numenor and the Valinor. Mm. So it now makes sense that Numenor would be destroyed, that Valinor would be gone, and that yes. these, that that this bad guy is said our true king will return, referring to when Sauron called himself king of men. So, so never mind, Valinor. The, the Numenor's already fallen. <clears throat> yeah. So so I was gonna say that's that's mm-hmm. where I do I do actually think that that's the case with with all of that I do think that that's where we're at um, with with but the reason why I'm going eh, is because I'm not convinced that they thought about all that <laughs> I'm not no I'm not convinced they thought about all that um, I'm not convinced that the people are bad because I would insinuate that they're bad right mm-hmm. um, no that one guy I think that that one guy was bad. Um, Maybe uh, that one kid. Yeah, the like one, was, the, that one kid. Because even the other people were kind of the, the other men were standing pull, up to him, kind of, pull, kind of pulling him back, like a, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When he was going to punch him in the face and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe so, and it could be that we're trying to do something which I I think is really important, <clears throat> uh, which is is have like we're going to have Sauron come out and he's going to say some things. Like, well, that's really rough, but you know what? The bad guy does have a point here because you have to do that to some degree. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe that is what it is, and, and if that's the angle they're going for, then I'll appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I do th- I do think that – I don't know. I, I don't think that that's right then. Yeah. I don't think that it's right that the Numenor could have fallen and, mm-hmm. and we're having the reintroduction of Sauron in this way because technically speaking, what, what the audience that we're talking to right now may or may not know is Sauron was taken back as Sauron, mm-hmm. yeah. and they they kind of accepted him back in, um, and he proved to still be bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they they kind of took him <clears throat> back in, and he that's that's when Numenor eventually fell. Cut to the chase. Numenor eventually fell because Sauron made these people start worshiping. Yeah, more but, often. yeah. But also, let's say this: he was in the form of Anatar when that happened. It was he was taken back as Sauron, but in the form they knew he was Sauron. 
because it was after yes, they but, found out that who he was, but it was still in that form of Anatar, and it was during the battle that that was the fall of New. And by by battle, I mean the only time um, uh, Eru actually got involved with anything and just sent huge waves and destroyed the Numenorean fleet and the entire island of Numenor, and then pulled Valinar out of the physical world, <laughs> and yeah, just, by just, battle, just I mean, yeah, just by sneezing, you know. <laughs> Um, um uh, and yeah, just, and during that uh d- during that destruction uh the form of Anatar was destroyed and Sauron was never again able to take on a fair form so if that has already happened we've already screwed up Sauron and why is that- right. but, but, but see, see this, this is my point this is the point I'm getting at mm-hmm. because we at this point we have two things we have a mm-hmm. spoiler kind of from the um uh <laughs> um, from the uh, um, trailers, mm-hmm. which it, they're kind of alluding to that little snotty-nosed-looking kid in the white outfit as being Sauron. They kind of alluded to that, yeah, uh, the, but not, um, not aggressively. Uh, yeah, the the emo Eminem, the emo Eminem, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, they've alluded to that a tiny yeah. bit, and then I was talking to my friend who's watching the show with me, and he thinks that guy, the stranger, the guy who's fallen, mm-hmm. um, he thinks that that could be he. Well, he also thinks it could be Gandalf too. So I mean, like, I'm not gonna take his word too strongly here. Yeah, um, I, but, I, I mean, not. yeah, it, <laughs> it would be. I don't know why they would put Gandalf in this. Gandalf. Okay, so here we go. Gandalf didn't exist until the Third Age, and that is um, the name Gandalf yeah, yeah. didn't exist until the Third Age. Olorin, Olor, yeah, Olorin was in Valinor. Until the Third Age, Oloran made yeah. no trips to Middle Earth until he came down and took on the name Gandalf in the Third yeah, Age. Yeah, and so I, my point is that's not how they're going to introduce him. Yeah. Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, let's not dive into those weeds. It could be how they introduce some of some of the Maiar. <laughs> uh, we'll just we'll just say one or more of the Maiar could be introduced in this way, and why not? Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's not how they did it, but who cares? Yeah. Um, but anyways, he's, he thinks it could be Gandalf. I think there's zero chance that's Gandalf, either way. Um, he thinks there's some chance that could be Sauron, and maybe that'd be a very strange way for him to, to come back, um, but I'm okay with it. I'm not sure who it could be, but I do know that basically they have... That's the point I was trying to make a second ago. I was eventually going to get there, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just so much weed diving. I think they've screwed up Sauron already. Mm-hmm. And if they haven't screwed up Sauron, then they've definitely screwed up the, the timeline. They yeah. have screwed up the timeline. They screwed up something. Um, uh, so, so, I'm not sure. We, we won't know what it is for a few more episodes. Yeah, yeah so, th- so that kid was either either saying uh, he, our true king will return, and that was when Sauron called himself the king of men, yeah. or our true king will return, and he's referring to the kingdom of men. Uh, so Elendil or... Um, uh, uh, Isildur, or Isildur's brother, the other one who uh, Elendil gave a portion, like he get, he split up the kingdom between uh, himself and his two sons, and Isildur's brother, whatever his name was, uh, I can't think of his name, yeah. uh, the, the less important I brother, can't. yeah, um, um, and so he, he divided up the, the, the kingdom in there, <clears throat> and Isildur did have a northern kingdom, um, uh, it was kind of over the north, or no? No, Isildur was over the north after Elendil died, um, uh, and that's that, that's either way it, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, yeah, the, so, yeah, it it, it could talking. be talking about those people, 
but that still means Numenor has to have been destroyed because those people were some of the good guys that escaped the destruction of Numenor and went to Middle-earth. Correct. So Correct. no so matter what, Numenor has to have been destroyed. They messed this up. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. it should have been. It absolutely mm -hmm. should have been. Um, but whether or not that's actually what they're doing, it, this is. but this is the point I was getting at. They've mm -hmm. either messed up Numenor, they've messed up Sauron, or they've butchered the whole timeline. And I'm not sure which one it is yet, mm -hmm. but they've done it. Yeah. <clears throat> also, let's, let's so again. Yeah, let's not like it, I don't say this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my brief say was just like we're gonna have to wait at least a few more episodes. I think for <clears throat> us to really know what's going on. Because I mean, let's just face it. When they went like doing the whole like going north to find Sauron thing, I mean, I don't know if you were thinking this, but I was immediately like, oh, War in the North. We're just retelling War in the North. Got it. Mm -hmm. Which I would have been okay with, by the way. But still. Mm. <clears throat> okay, so this, uh, I have to get this out of the way too. I hate, 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 hate the swords. <clears throat> oh, okay. You have these hilts that are what's what's up with these swords? Elvish swords. <clears throat> okay, no, no, these hilts are about two feet long. That's the hilt you would expect for a for a great sword. And now you have a blade that's about the length of, if I'm being generous, I'd say a short longsword. But it's an arming sword blade length with a great sword hilt length. And why is that guard so huge? Um, yeah, they're <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Um, and I will. The, I didn't make too much of a comment about it because mm -hmm. I noticed two things. Uh, mm -hmm. The first one was the mail that they mm -hmm. had them, not the mail, or the plate. Yeah. That they had the elves riding, like, battling in mm -hmm. was fine. That's fine. I don't care. You're any big heavy armor. But then, like, so then they have... It was, it was designed off. bad, but I don't expect people to design armor well, so... Right, it was designed bad, but it wasn't... Mm -hmm. It was fine. But then yeah. there's this scene where they're going to heaven, right? Mm -hmm. So they're all in the boat. They're taking their armor off. And they're putting their swords down. And I'm like, these absolutely... Not one piece of this is elven armor or weaponry. Not mm -hmm. one piece of it. Not yeah. one piece of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's awful. And, and the reason why this is so depressing <laughs> mm -hmm. is because you have a moment. Uh, in The Lord of the Rings, you only have one example of weaponry or armor from that time frame, and it's Gandalf's sword. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, and it's, you that's only older, get it but for yeah. A second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, but you only get that for a second. But then you go to The Hobbit, which, let's be honest, was rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we. I mean, The Hobbit was my is my number, favorite book of all time. That's mm -hmm. number one, and I'm glad they made it more fantastic because the book's meant to be more childlike. Whatever, we're not going to do a recap of how much we do and don't like that. But oh, but oh hey. my goodness, it was rough. But mm -hmm. you know what they did right? Uh -huh. The swords. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, uh, uh, Elrond, uh, Elrond, Young uh, Ned what, Stark. Yes. What, what? 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 I didn't mean to say Elrond. Um. Uh, so, the. Uh, uh, the lore, uh, fun fact, uh, Gandalf's sword, Glamdrain, mm -hmm. was made for and originally carried by uh, Turgon, the king, uh, the, the, the king of Gondolin. Turgon, king of, king of Gondolin. And Turgon was the son of... I can't think of his name. Uh... 
crap, why can't I think of his name? Either way, uh, he's the son of, dang it, uh, one of Fingolfin's sons. I can't remember which one. Or no. It doesn't matter that No, much. I'm sorry, one of Fingolfin's, yeah, one of Fingolfin's sons. Um, uh, no, no, no. He's the son of, yeah, Fingolfin's brother, Right? Either way, e either way, making him so he's Galadriel's cousin, and he is Elrond's grandfather. <laughs> I'm not really worried about the genealogies, but yes. Uh, so I had to be a little worried about the genealogies uh, for how they had the characters interacting with each other in certain ways. Uh, I'm I made note of the genealogies. Gross, but good for you. Yeah. So um uh, uh well, well actually I I put this I put this down here. Uh Elrond said to Gladriel, you will be what you have always been, my friend. Uh read great great aunt. Read great great aunt. Um, <laughs> I do like that they put the little dig. This is another thing that made me this is the first thing that made me think about the timeline possibly being wrong. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that made, that annoyed me about the timeline was how quickly they glossed over so much of the mm -hmm. first slash second age to where it made me think like there's, they're going to mess something up. Mm -hmm. But the thing that messed me up about the timeline the most, I don't know if you were paying attention like I did. Yeah. Or I'm sure you noted this comment, but maybe you didn't, maybe you think the same. But when they were talking, that lady approaches Elrond and his reveal. Mm -hmm. She makes the comment. They want you to know you can't be at this meeting. It's Elf Lords only. Oh, I, I wrote that down. I was about, Elf Lords only? The literal second cousin of Gil-Galad and his second-in-command, captain of his armies, and they're pretending he's not an Elf Lord? Called Lord and served by Glorfindel. You know, the Elf Lord who prophesied over the Witch King that no man would kill him? So, like, you've either aggressively slighted this character <clears throat> just so you can make it seem like He's not one of the cool kids, man. Mm -hmm. Which is lame. If that's what you're doing, you're lame. Yeah, you're aggressively lame for that. Mm -hmm. But let's 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 say you're not doing that. Have we potentially combined the character of Elrond and Elrond's brother to make this hybrid entity like, to make him seem like he's the whole elrond half elven thing him yeah. with him and his brother do you, it, that's a possibility mm -hmm. yeah he does have the name elrond half elven but really he's not half elven right yes, elrond is yes. not half elven elros is not half elven elros <clears throat> is a man elrond is an elf but you have the story and i mean like that's this is my ted talk yeah this is my ted talk this is the point where i'm curious as to what mm -hmm. we're doing because you do have um elrond and elros you have them with their the, the, mm -hmm. the great decision that they have to make in the second age mm -hmm. um which essentially led elrond to lead elves and elros to lead men yeah uh when we say second age uh, long before this happened age. in the second age or late first age late yeah. first like, age it's, all, it's already happened to the extent that where's elros right he's dead to the, to, to the extent that that means Numenor has fallen again, right? Yeah, yeah, and we, we can't have Numenor without Elros. We can't have Numenor having fallen without Numenor having been there for a long time. You know, Elros is dead. <laughs> yeah, so Elros has to be dead if they haven't. This is if they haven't messed up the timeline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then but again... That, but, I, <laughs> but what I happened to Numenor? I don't... Yeah, so like... 
I, I don't know if we're going to ignore it, act like it never happened. Are we going to leave his butt? Because obviously we can go over everything if it was a movie, but we have a show. We have tons of time to go over these secondary characters. I mean, like, we're going to have Game of Thrones time to go over these characters. So, like, you know, give me all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to th- throw this out, too. Um, uh, I just say this. Two notes that I made about – I think I only made two foots. Two foots. Two notes about <laughs> yeah. I m- I made a couple notes about the Harfoots and I want to get on that real fast. Um, uh, the first thing I put down about very first thing I wrote down during the first Harfoot scene, I said this: the Harfoot hobbits were funny. I liked okay. that scene; it was great. But yeah. if the hobbits were supposed to be the perfect Englishmen in a sense, then <laughs> why is their accent obviously County Cork? I don't care about that. <laughs> and the the next thing. Why the name Brandyfoot? It sounds like a play on Brandybuck and Proudfoot, but the Brandybucks took their name from their location in and around Buckland and the Brandywine River, and before anyone comes in and says, well, the river was named after the Brandybucks, the Brandywine is a bastardization of the Cinderin word Barnduin, which means Golden Brown River. So given that the only area of Middle-earth that looked like the landscape they're in, where the hobbits were, ever existed, would be the area south of Eregion, which is modern-day Rohan, which would also explain why men were there too, but the Brandywine didn't flow that way. In the early Second Age, it flowed west to Beleriand. Oh, but I do, oi, but I do like, though, that the hobbits weren't called hobbits yet, because hobbit, uh, hobbitla, hole dweller, is a Rohiric word, and there is no Rohan yet. So. Hmm. You see, I didn't even care to think that deep. I really didn't. I, I saw didn't. the hop to like, how are they? I knew they were going to do something with them because mm-hmm. fan favorites. Yeah. So obviously we don't have, we have essentially no writings about the hobbits mm-hmm. or the, the ancestors of the hobbits in this case. We have nothing. Yeah. And since also I'll say this too, uh, I don't, I don't think it makes sense for, to call them Harfoots at this point, just because Harfoot is a type of hobbit. You would have had hobbits as a whole before you have classifications thereof. But I right. do like that they weren't called hobbits because it makes sense that they wouldn't be. I yes. literally don't think they. I just think that they were thinking uh, the uh, hobbits didn't really exist uh, until the early third age or late second age. Uh, at least we don't really know about them, but they had to have existed. So what should we call them? Hey, look, here's a kind of hobbit. Let's call them Harfoots. And that's where I, where I think their mind went. Um, uh, but I, it actually makes really good sense that they weren't called hobbits. <laughs> yeah, I'm just fine with it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't care. I was like, okay, you, you did enough research <clears throat> to make me not want to strangle you, mm-hmm. um, which is a good start. And, <clears throat> like, you, you have to make everything up at this point. Because, I mean, again, you don't have any kind of extensive writings about them. You have a few footnotes from <clears throat> Bilbo in the introduction to the Fellowship of the <clears throat> Ring. Um, you have a few little things here and there. I mean, they're not from Bilbo, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I also wrote this down. I said, I also don't like that Gil Gallad looks like Bill Murray and Elrond looks like Quentin. Elrond does look like Quentin. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. You're, I don't know if you're far enough in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. to know that that's the same actor who played as young Ned Stark. Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, Elrond or? Elrond. Okay. Yeah, I do. So he gets I an do. immediate pass. Big fan mm-hmm. of that. I never finished season two. Oh, man. It gets good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then made a parallel, <laughs> and then it gets bad. Someone made a parallel between the two in some reviews I read this morning um, that I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. They said uh, the <clears throat> the Rings of Power 
is so much better than we anticipated. It makes the Game of Thrones spinoff looks like an absolute amateur move. And they're absolutely right, because the Game of Thrones spinoff is like, it's fine. Okay. Look at this, this. This fills the void in my life I need for more Game of Thrones, but it wasn't good. It was. It's fine. It's doable. I'll watch it, and then this comes out, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah. this didn't this this wasn't an itch scratching thing. This was this is what I needed." So I didn't watch. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen the the Game of Thrones spinoff. Um, I did see uh, a little bit of a review from you know the the uh, fantasy author uh, watches fantasy shows from a fantasy author's standpoint and talks about how like you know. Uh, so basically, you know, the, the guy who who knows good writing knows how to craft good fantasy and knows what it looks like. Haven't seen his opinion of the Rings of Power yet. He hasn't put it out yet, but he has gone with the 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 Game of Thrones spinoff, and he's like, okay, this is actually really good. It's not. It's fine. Okay. It's not so, really good. Yeah, we'll see. See, from the purpose of a person who just wants to be entertained, is a different viewpoint from a person who knows what you know, makes good fantasy from a fantasy author's point of view. So it's very, it is very interesting to see the two differences is what I'm saying. Like oh, no, if I, I, if I just like, want to be entertained, I'll be entertained. But then if I'm like, Hey, you know, as a fantasy author, I know that, you know, this was a mistake and uh, Hey, you, you stated this early and then this changed. And why'd you change that? You already stated something different and you know, things like that. <clears throat> well, no, mm -hmm. no, 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 but here, no, here's the reason why I'm saying it. It's just kind of lame. There's a whole book that Martin already wrote that's mm -hmm. this story. Mm -hmm. This isn't anything new. This isn't someone being like, what if we took the story of... No. This is the exact... This is the reason why the comparison is so good. George R. R. Martin wrote a book that was the histories mm -hmm. of everything in this universe. And that's great. It's the same concept as the Cimmerillion and this being written off the Cimmerillion. Mm -hmm. So that's the point. I got you. These, mean, are, okay. two, these are two different series mm -hmm. both being made off of very, very vague mm -hmm. um, writings, of historical writings about some characters that they decided they want to dive deeper into. Mm -hmm. One is phenomenal. One is incredibly average. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Oh, I we have talked longer than, the, than we did. I didn't think we'd make it this far in this, to be honest. And, and we're not quite done. <laughs> I don't know. And also, I wrote this down, too. I said Gil Gallad was literally like nine feet tall. <laughs> they did. Now, for the record. They he was taller really tall. than the others, I guess. <laughs> they, they made him taller. Yeah, but he and should. And I'll accept it. He should have been nearly four feet taller than Galadriel. Let's let's throw that out there. <laughs> no, you're, you're, this is true. This is true. But I'm like, going to go ahead and say I I was fine with what mm -hmm. they did. They made him clearly bigger and better. You can only do so much when you're making a TV show. I know. And this guy comes out. He's, com he's completely out of frame. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like they did make him obviously taller than everyone else. But like Galadriel should have like just barely been over his belly button. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. <laughs> It would have been really funny to just like have this scene open up and you just look over and he just his shoulders are never in frame. Just it's just like a vague part of his like you almost see a nipple at one point. You see his shins. As funny as that would have been, I do understand why they made him more like almost seven feet tall. Mm, let's see. No, 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 so I'm I'm just gonna go through my notes. Uh, real fast, and, and so let's see. Got this down here. 
Um, I already made this note, said this note. I said, elves look like hobbits, that's gay. Um, <laughs> I wrote down, why, why are they using short bows? Sylvans use short bows and Oldor use long bows. Uh, this down, the fight scene was fun, but there were way too many cuts. I think flashy fighting is ridiculous, but it's fun, so I'll allow it. Um, it's the John Wick argument. Yeah. Uh, why are they trying to make a romance between Gladriel and Elrond? That's ridiculous. He knew Celebrion first, think... so that was a no-go. No, so if they no, wanted no, Elrond no. romance, where's Celebrion? <laughs> I'll go, I'm, I'm going to go back to that note because you mm-hmm. clearly have more notes, but no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not what was happening. I mean, the whole, like, face touch and everything, unless he was no, really close no. to his great aunt. <laughs> I know you don't understand human contact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if anyone came up to me and said, oh, it's so good to see you again, and reached out and caressed my face with two fingers, um... So there's okay. I was gonna wait until you went through more of your notes. But screw you. We're talking about it now. Okay. I thought it was perfect, and here's the reason why I thought it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I thought it was zero in any way. Sort of, they were trying to generate zero sexual chemistry between those two characters. Oh, I did, I did it. Yeah, n- nothing about it seemed sexual, but it did seem romantic. No, 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 not at all. Like they, I. So the first thing I thought of, for the first of all, if you disagree with me here, then you're an idiot. Um, they basically just made Brooke into a character for Gladriel. Uh, no, not really. Um, I uh, think so quite a bit, just because like it's yeah. like the, the, the I thought of her several times watching the show. Honestly, the, the stubbornness, yes, but that's it. <laughs> oh no, I think the overarching character. I I really really do, but well, that's neither here nor there. Okay, okay um, so 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 you can make that claim. Because so far, the only part of her character that you've seen is the st- that we've seen is the stubbornness. Yeah, but it, but but, it, but it's it's stubbornness in such a positive way that just makes me mm-hmm. think of her a lot. I mean, it's like she definitely has that quality of being like, I'm going to do this thing that I think is the right thing regardless of what anyone else is thinking, and then they make her like someone with a sword. I'm like, yeah, Brooke would do that with a sword. So I mean, like that's just where my thoughts. That's yeah, just where my thought is. Okay, so th- those specific statements that you made just then, I agree with. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I just mm-hmm. fell off the thing there. Um, so, I don't think they had anything romantic or, uh, uh, of, at all. Because you have to remember, mm-hmm. in every single story that anyone's ever told, with the exception of like maybe one or two mm-hmm. random people who make elves super stern for some reason, mm-hmm. well, they, they do have like, yeah, but I mean, like, but in like, if you actually look at the Lord of the Rings elf, especially from that time frame, from elf mm-hmm. to elf, they are a more like, I don't want to say emotional because that's not quite right, but a mm-hmm. lot more physically affectionate. Yeah. So I mean, th- them them d- doing that doesn't seem weird. I, I think that they okay. made a really good point to make her look uncomfortable when mm-hmm. it was happening. Okay, so I agree with you that an elf, as we understand elves, would likely do that. Also, I'm going to reference your earlier statement and say, I don't think they dug down deep enough to figure that out. Oh, no, no, no. I think they did because I think it's really obvious. I think that's a pretty obvious thing. Um, I don't think it takes deep diving to look, oh. I don't think they read anything. (laughs) (laughs) They had to have read something, Sean. They have the character's name. (laughs) Okay, so keep going down. Something had to have been read. My next note. I don't know why there's so much mud everywhere, but I like that it doesn't look like cars have been through. That's true. Uh, the next one. Uh, why was there they glass shattering when the wooden cup fell? 
I must have missed that part. Yeah, when when the when the the guy knocks the cup out of his hand, it's a wooden cup, and it hits and goes. <laughs> uh. Uh, next one. That ladder was obviously plastic. Um. Uh, see the the one after that. Simon Morels. Uh, Simon Morels is the guy who does the voice of the Watch Warden. The voice he plays the Watch Warden. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down Simon Morels does a great Willem Dafoe impression. <clears throat> Your uh, notes are much different than mine. Yeah, I wrote down at least the black Noldor has a longbow. Um, uh, and then Morphid Clark is the actress that played as Galadriel. Okay, I wrote this down. The woman is named Bronwyn. Isn't that Morphid Clark's throwaway character in the Lord of the Rings? Oof. <laughs> and then I wrote down. Uh, I never imagined Celebrimbor as Ian McDiarmid. Um. Uh, then I got to, and, and then my last notes are about Valinor. We've already been over that. But yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the remainder of my notes. Okay. Those are hilarious. That have nothing to do with what we were talking about. They're very funny, though. Yeah, well, I was just finishing up my notes so that way, because we've <laughs> taken so much time, I wanted, to get all, I wanted to get them all out there. <laughs> well, I think that covers everything. I think mm-hmm. we've hit a, a good point of how long this episode is. But mm-hmm. most importantly, I need to stop so we can go get ready to leave to go to... The Renaissance Festival. So I have to actually get off here to go prepare for my day. Yep. Okay. So in in summary, it's not a phenomenal Lord of the Rings show, but it's a really, really, really good show. It's a great show. It's a great fantasy show. Mm. I'm excited to watch more of it. And thankfully, I've been thinking about it as not a Tolkien thing for a year now. Mm. Yeah. So all things considered... It's really, it's worth watching, but don't expect good Lord of the Rings lore. There we go. Yeah. Especially if they continue to mess up this timeline, we will find out. They they messed it up somehow, but we don't know how. Bye.